Welcome back to Five Movie Madness. You might know me as Joe, and this is my family. <clears throat> Sorry, something in my throat. Joining me is Corey. All right, a quick cup of coffee, then take him out and finish the job. And Matt. If it's not broke, don't fix it. That was an impressive roll of the R. Thank you. I, I can't do that. So Better than jealous. I will ever be able to do, <laughs> honestly. That was nice. It was. It was good. So uh, the uh, the obscure quotes aside, you may not know, but it's we're doing hand-drawn Disney movies this week. Yes, we are. What none a of, list. None what, of a, that, what a time. None of that Pixar stuff. No. This was a torture for me to do. Torture. For what reason? Uh, I decided that I was going to give all of... The very old school, hand drawn, classic Disney movies a go to see if maybe it was just like, oh, I'm a guy and my masculinity is like, hey, you don't like these. And then if I take a look at it through a critical lens, I'll like it better. No, no, I've only gotten better. I, I legitimately watched like three princess movies and was like, this is all they're the same. It's like the same movie four times. I was like, why am I watching this? Hard. Once I started watching the movies I liked, though, it got a lot better. I will say. Yeah, I had to definitely pick and choose. Sorry, go ahead, Matt. I think our lists are going to have a 30-something-year-old male feel to them, all three of us. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> a little bit of a slant. That's, that sounds right. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, man. For comparison, I guess, teaser for later, we have the list of the the women in our life. Yes, we do. So we'll we'll compare and contrast those. Absolutely. My wife was a little annoyed with me because I just told her that she had to do it. She was like, I don't have time for this. I can't prepare this list that quickly. I was like, you watch the movies with me. It's fine. You know this off the top of your head right now. You just don't want to tell me. <laughs> You're the one that makes us go to Disney World. It's fine. <laughs> the one that makes, makes us, us go to Disney Yeah, I want to go, but you make us. <laughs> no, I don't want to spend the money. I do it because it's fun and she likes well, you, it. Well, do you want to go? Like, if you could go and not spend the money. It's, it's the spending the money that makes you hate it, right? I don't I don't know, man. Like, I I think I can have more fun in other places with less money. I think it's really the ultimate, like, at the end of the day. Sure. Like, if that's the case, I'd rather do that. How many I times mean, have you been? Just, yeah. All right. So that's... <laughs> if you don't know off the top of your head, you ballpark it. You don't have to count right now. 20 or 30? Okay, I've been that's twice. More. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah went I've once. been twice probably as a kid. My... Once when I was 10, once when I was, like... 21. So I have family uh, that lives in Kissimmee, St. Cloud. And if you live in Kissimmee, St. Cloud, there's you a, live in Disney. There's a very good chance you work at Disney because that's where Disney, that's where Disney World is. So every time, every summer, the family vacation was to go visit that family in Kissimmee and family they get that, you in the park for free. Exactly. So yeah. I went, I went to the park like every year as a kid. Nice. And it's not that I didn't appreciate that. Like it's it's awesome, but at a certain point too, it's just like you can Did it see, burn you out. You can only see Magic Kingdom so many times before you're like, all right, mm. Animal Kingdom, Epcot, li- literally any other park. I didn't start going to the other parks till I was an adult. Um, hmm. 
Well, that's the time they go. Like, I hear Epcot is amazing as an adult. Oh, yeah, yeah. Epcot, Epcot is, is like, world. made. Yeah. Yeah. Epcot's it's made awesome. for adults. I like Universal better. Uh, you In recent years, I've been going to Universal more, and it's yeah. I, I like it a lot better. More fun for a kid, unless you're, like, a toddler, because, as Robin yeah. Williams once said, to a two-year-old, Mickey Mouse is a six-foot rat. Well, to an adult, still a six foot. <laughs> it's true. He also is a. God, was he wise beyond his years? Mm. <laughs> which which park is Galaxy's Edge in? Which one has that? Universal, right? Universal. Okay. Yeah. No. Oh, that's a Disney park, it's though, a right? Disney park. Yeah, it's owned by Disney. Disney. Oh, I'm Universal. sorry, not Universal. Yeah. yeah what am I thinking? <laughs> um, Hollywood Studios? Yeah, it's not MGM anymore. It's yeah, Hollywood. It's yeah. Yeah. Oh, they changed the name of that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hot, I, it's been a hot minute for me. The park to go to right now, honestly, in my opinion, is Hollywood Studios because you got like the Toy Story area yep. with uh, Slinky Doll Coaster, which is really good. And then you got Batu, which is like right around the corner. I, me and Pam spent most of our time in those two areas the last time we were there. As a kid, when it was MGM, they had uh, the Rock and Roller Coaster, that Aerosmith Roller Coaster. That was an MGM, and the Tower of Terror is right next to it. That was my two favorites. <laughs> uh, and that's th- like those two are still there, and like that's what makes that area so great to hang out in. Is like by comparison for like anybody over the age of like ten, like that's the cool rides are the cool rides and the cool areas are all right there. Yep, for sure. I agree, I guess. <laughs> I trust your guys' judgment, because I haven't been there since I was probably, like, 10. I mean, I literally just went in Feb- in the February before the the yeah. lockdown happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, like, got home, and everybody was like, hey, there's this COVID-19 thing, and we were like, oh, glad we got our traveling out of the way. We didn't. We, we definitely traveled with it. I don't know how we didn't get it, honestly. Well, good thing. Yeah, true that. I think that's all we got for for pre-chat, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, listen, I can talk about school yeah. if you guys want to hear me talk about how I went back to school this week. Not really. That's no. no, I <laughs> don't blame you, frankly. I, want, I sure as shit don't want to talk about work, so. Uh. Yeah, so let's, let's spare everyone that. All right, let's get into this list then. So how the show works, we're going to jump into the first round, which is the top five. We've each compiled a top five list for the topic, which is hand-drawn Disney animated classics. That's a mouthful. We're going to go around the circle from five to one. If someone has a movie higher on their list than the person who just said it, they're going to tell them to table that movie. And we're going to talk about that movie at its highest appearance on someone's list. And then we also have... Some number of bubble movies, which are essentially honorable mentions. They almost made the list, but didn't quite get there. And we'll do those at the end, and then we'll worry about the madness round when it happens. So I'm going to kick things off with our number five movies, and we're going to start with Corey. My number five movie is Aladdin. Table that. I assumed as much. That bubbles for me. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Matt, what's your number five movie then? Peter Pan. Anyone have it? No, I did not. No. But I'm I'm happy it made your list. I'm glad we get to talk about it. That was what like my favorite one as a kid. I think that's the, probably the one I, I watched the most as a really little kid. And I actually went back and rewatched it for this one. 
and there's a scene in there that I uh, forgot about. It's, it's probably I don't know. What is that? I, I haven't seen it in God knows how long. So when they dance with the natives, and it's uh, what makes the red men red. I'm like I, you can't do that today. I mean, that's the... no, you can't. But that's to me one of the like classic as in when we were actual like children in like the late 80s early 90s hand-drawn era that was probably the in in the strongest contention to making my list okay that that, sense but peter pan came out way earlier than that i'm just saying they they, these movies get re-released a whole sure 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 sure. but like of like those super old school classic hand-drawn this what that was Mm -hmm. the closest one to make my list okay i guess is the best way to say it it's, um, I think it's the most like fantasy type story. I mean, you got like f- you flying, and then you got pirates, and you, you, it's it's you're you're going to Never Neverland. Like it's 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 cool. Like as a, as a kid, like if you want like an adventure, like that's the adventure like you want to go on. Peter Pan's a cool character. It's always cool to like who didn't want to fly after like um, seeing that movie. And um, he, I like how all like the pirates had swords, and Peter Pan had like a dagger. So I used to like you know, like go outside and find like a short stick and pretend I had Peter Pan with my dagger and shit. It was fun. I know I liked it. I I got really into it. So there's the 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 part the like the darkness that kind of underlines the Peter Pan story. I also really enjoy. Like you watch the alligator like essentially like chomp down and bite on Captain Hook at the end there too. Like I love that stuff. Yeah. Like he's it's the alligator that took his hand that made him Captain Hook. It's yeah. like Trubbs Peterson's or- origin story. That's it. Uh it really <laughs> oh my God. is. Except this alligator also swallowed a clock, so you like it, when you hear the ticking, you know the alligator's coming. Mm-hmm. Smart. Yeah. Very smart. I don't know. And when um as a kid he uh movie hook with robin williams and dustin hoffman julia roberts yep i did not like it because <laughs> i like the cartoons so much more i've gone to appreciate hook now as like as i've gotten older but um when i was watching um, that i'm like this ain't freaking peter pan what the hell what else that guy I, <laughs> I, I i honestly i loved both i loved okay. peter pan i loved hook with robin williams they're both they both do it for me and i've talked on the podcast before about how much i love the movie the orphanage which of course, is another um, essentially Peter Pan story and kind of shows the dark side of Peter Pan. It, it really does track for me as to why I like it so much. The darkness that kind of underlines it. Yep. Yeah, I got no more to add on Peter Pan. Came in about number five, brought back some nice memories. Fair enough. Uh, my number five, I'm sure, is getting tabled. It's The Great Mass Detective. Oh, yeah, it's most certainly getting tabled. Yep, <laughs> I knew it. So we're going to jump into our round of four. Hey, Corey, what's your number four movie? Hercules. Table that. I am loving getting tabled left and right here today. Okay. <laughs> loving Matt, it. Matt, you're, you're number four. I'm glad you're loving it because it might continue. <laughs> Sounds Fox- like shit. Fox and the Hound. Great never pick. seen. You've never seen Fox pick. and the Hound? No, there are a lot of movies on this list I just haven't watched, even for this. That's I'm fine. not gonna lie. I wish you had watched it for this. I wish that had been one that you watched for this. Sure. Oh. 
Fox and the Hound is like the ultimate friendship story. I mean, Joe, you haven't seen it. It's uh, a, a... That sounds great so far. It's two neighbors. It's an old man and an old woman. They, they really don't have anyone else. And they're adversaries. <laughs> and the old woman has a fox scurrying around in a garden. And it's a baby fox and she takes it in. And the old man has, goes, goes hunting. And he has a hound dog and he gets a puppy hound dog. So the fox and the hound, even though they're supposed to be adversaries, become friends. Because they're little and they don't know any better. Even nice. though... The old lady's like, you stay away from that man. He's going to shoot you. And the and the older hounds telling the, the, the young pup, it's Copper. And the hell's the... Uh... Copper's got to be the fox, right? No, Copper's the hound, right? Oh. Hound, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll look it up real quick. I'm doing the same thing. Sorry. It's all right. I'm going to say Jeff. Todd. Copper and Todd. I was closer than I thought. <laughs> Surprisingly <laughs> close, all things being considered. Yeah, so that they kind of grew up together being friends, even though they're not supposed to be. And then, like, one day, uh, the the older hound dog gets hurt, and uh, Copper takes it kind of rough. And um, all of a sudden, they can't be friends anymore. And it's like that moment as a kid when, like, your two best friends can't be friends anymore. It really gets you. <laughs> It's, oh, it's, no. it's it's like a really like sad part of the movie. And then other cool adventure stuff happens, and you know it's a Disney movie, so there's a resolution. And then they reconcile. <laughs> but no, Fox and the Hound is like a really awesome movie. It's a great friendship story. I don't know. I'd show it to my kids if I had any. I have nieces and nephews, and I, I, this might be a little like too old school for them, but like they just sat down and appreciated it. It'd be it'd be, it'd be nice, you know. It's eighty one. I think I have written down here. Yeah, eighty one. Hmm. it that, feels older oh definitely yeah okay that concept too of like having friends and you kind of go your separate ways and like that that hit that hits me in the feels something awful right now there's a, yeah. a there's a meme that gets passed around once every couple of months of like it's like a picture of the guys from the sandlot is like one day you went out to hang out with your friends and you came home never realizing that you'd never see them again or something along those lines yeah, like, that was the oh, last day you'd ever hang out. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. And I was know. like, yeah. every time I look at it, I'm like, Jesus, is that on the head? God, it's true. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Life is weird. Life is weird. That being All said, right. Fox and the Hound is still great flick. Yep. It sounds like something I'd enjoy. Yeah, give that, well, if we ever do something similar again, I mean, yeah. give it a watch. If I find myself with a free with a free window, I'll yeah. be consider it Man, it's probably like hour 20 like the rest of these oh yeah i'm sure <laughs> hardest hardest part about watching like trying to find things or watch things that we haven't seen before while doing this is i spend most of my free time watching things for the next episode not like yeah. same yep. like it, it, like oh i'll it's just throw something on it isn't really a thing i do anymore yeah no such thing as a free window all right no. i'm the only one that's talked so uh what do we got for number four joe <laughs> Number four, we got Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, I ain't having him. All right. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, Lilo and Stitch has some moments for me that I absolutely love. I've got two or three tattoos planned out that are based around the movie Lilo and Stitch, and I just... That didn't make your list? That's kind of crazy to me. <laughs> it's not. It's not... 
I don't have those tattoos planned out because I love Lilo and Stitch. I have those tattoos planned out because one of my best friends loves Lilo and Stitch. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay. we I mean, both... W- your body, though, I mean... Sure, but, like, we as a collective want to get the word Ohana because Ohana means family and mm-hmm. means never being left behind. But, like, that's not from... I, I don't I don't care about that line. Uh, she I assume maybe you were pointing like a like a stitch sleeve. No, like just... God no. It's like literally like that simple of a tattoo, like just okay. the word Ohana. Well, that's yeah, that's, that, like, that makes more sense. We collectively are are like family. Um, Joe, why do you love it? Yeah, tell us why. I don't I I don't know that I necessarily love it. I've been I've been going back and forth on a lot of movies potentially for this list. Okay. I hadn't seen it before this topic, so I watched it. I was not expecting the movie that I got, so I wasn't sure how to feel about it. And the more I thought about it, I think it deserves to be at number four because I like it more than I assume I did. Okay. I like the inclusion. Uh, I don't know who voices him, but the uh, the CIA agent. I like that aspect of it. I think it's neat. I wasn't expecting to get a movie where like Stitch is just an evil jerk for the entire movie like he's just meant to be a murder machine that was not what i envisioned when i turned this on (laughs) so i'm still coming to terms with it but i think there's enough there about you know the need to belong and i put it over on my list over a movie like tarzan which is the same theme okay because it had more fun stuff in it for me and plus i love doing the stitch voice so (laughs) it had to go on my list somewhere it seems you guys went like more new school with your with your list. I which, definitely which, did. Which is which is fine. It's just weird, like because I grew up. Did you, did you guys like have like the tapes? You know what I'm talking about. I a did. Couple. Yes. I, I had like a lot of them. Like that's what we got as like gifts as a kid. I had an older sister. She had all the princess stuff, and we we got them as gifts. Those are the ones that like I watched regularly. But like the ones that came out while we were like growing up, I like didn't see till later. And a lot of those became television shows. So I saw the television show. So it's hard okay. for me to, like, separate the two. So, I, like, Lilo and Stitch was a terrible yeah. cartoon. But it's, like... <laughs> it's probably a pretty good movie. <laughs> oh, have you not seen the movie? I, I've seen, like, oh, okay. parts of it. But, like, I, I, I instantly think of the television show because it was, like, yeah. on. It was... <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a Beetlejuice situation. Exactly. Where you're just, like, well, kind of in reverse. Yes. <laughs> That's totally fair. Like I said, I I'm going to continue to That's okay. not be positive how I feel about Lilo and Stitch, but <laughs> it's it's fun for what it is. My my list definitely tends newer school, and it's almost exclusively because I'm watching a lot of these now with the brain that's in my skull. Like, watching it as an adult, like, my list, if you had asked 15-year-old asked me what what five Disney movies he liked the best, it'd be completely different than the five I'm telling you right now. Yeah. If I could go back and watch them, like, when they came out, instead of seeing them now, and just, like, my brain's just like, this is a dumb thing they did. Yeah. There's a continuity error. It's just, like, it's a thing I can't turn off that kind of ruins my, like, ruins the magic of the movie for me. For sure. So the older ones were a little tougher for me to get through slash put on my list. Understood. Yeah. That's the round of four. That is the round of four. Moving on to the threes. Hey, Corey, what's your number three movie? Number three is The Emperor's New Groove. Let's go. That's my number three. Such a good movie. (laughs) God damn, do I love this movie. I love, 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 love this movie. It's funny. It's fun. You have incredible voice acting. David Spade is amazing. 
as Cusco. Right, that's how you would say his name, right? Cusco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that might be this might be my favorite David Spade role in the movie. <laughs> Second, I mean, Tommy Boy will always Tommy be my Boy, yeah. favorite David. Chris Farley Spade. makes that movie. You're not wrong, but that doesn't you mean need, David Spade isn't great in it. David Spade. That's that's fair. Yeah. They, they play off each other well. Exactly. It's two different energies, two different Spades. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> that being said, so good. David Spade is so good in this. Um, who plays? Who plays the muscle for Patrick uh, Warburton? Is that who that is? Crunk. Crunk is is Patrick yeah. Warburton. Yeah. Possibly makes the movie though. His he's the best character. His, yeah. yeah, his character, his timing, the way the character carries himself, and I know it's kind of weird because it's just voice acting. Regardless, Crunk is so good. Like I. No part of this movie is bad. In my, I, I, I love this movie from top to bottom. I watched it again for this, and I was like, "Yep, yep, still love this. Still great. Let's go!" Like, I, I can't speak highly enough about this movie. It's fun. I like it. Matt, any thoughts? On, you hate this movie. Anyway, I don't hate it. No, from your it's, silence, it's, it's, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're we're we're. It's this. It's not. It's not my era of Disney. That's that's all. Totally I'm... fair. Did, was there also a TV show for Emperor's New Group? I don't think so. Okay. I don't. Only because probably cost way too much money to get David Spade. And if you change voice actors for the TV show, it'd probably be like, I don't know. People would probably be in an uproar. I would think. I wouldn't but... be surprised if they if they had made a show and also voice changed yeah, it's or swapped out. Look up. Yeah, it is. Too bad none of us have the capability of doing that right now. <laughs> I don't now. think we can do it. The no, Emperor's just... New Groove also, for me, is falls in this category of Disney movies that go non-traditional with the cultures that it's pulling upon and the story that it's trying to tell. Like, this is, this is essentially a, a Mayan story, right? Like, it's telling a Central American native... A, a Central America... Native American story, right? And I always appreciate taking the non-Eurocentric route with these things. Um, so that, obviously, I also appreciate getting a lot of those, that imagery. Because as a socialized teacher, I kind of try to pull this fun stuff in as often as I can. This is something I can pull in because I talk about Central American culture. So I'm like, you know what, guys? We've had a long couple of days about Central America and the Aztecs and the Mayans, let's watch Emperor's New Groove. And I can throw it on. I'm like, this is a great day for me. It's the em- <laughs> this is something I can get away with. Emperor's New School prequel yes, television is. show, two seasons. The prequel? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. I remember the show now that I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> that's why you don't like this movie. We figured it out. Probably. Tough for me to separate the two. Cusco must graduate from Cusco Academy. <laughs> To become emperor of the Cusconian Empire. <laughs> what an absurd premise. There we go. Uh, all right. That's fantastic. Hey, Matt, what's your number three movie, bud? Uh, Robin Hood. That is bubbled for me. That almost made five. Okay. Not a lot of male-centered um, Disney heroes in that era. And I, I absolutely love this movie as a kid. I have a few Disney animated classics on Blu-ray. This is one of them. I was super psyched when it came out, actually. <laughs> like, I saw a commercial for the release. I think I went out and bought it because I loved it so much as a kid. Nice. Um, 
it's a story of Robin Hood, and Robin Hood is played by a fox. You can make an argument; it's the best Robin Hood we've ever gotten. It's it's <laughs> it's one of two Robin Hoods I like, and that's it. The men, other one's Men, men in Tights. Tight. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> like I, they should just never make this movie again. It's, Stop making Robin Hood. It's 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 done. Yeah, it's no, definitely I mean, one one B or like one A one B, and I I would also say that the Disney classic is one yeah. A. Yeah, I mean, did you see the Taron Egerton one? Yes, no. it's not good. It's not good, and the Russell Crowe one is like weird. It's not Robin Hood. Why I've seen would the Kevin I watch Costner. That movie? I don't know. It's nuts. I've seen the Kevin Costner one. It's like all right. I mean, it's very the Kevin stuff. Costner one like insists on itself and is trying to be too serious, and it's. I'm just like everyone knows the story. Why do they keep making it? I don't. I don't uh, understand. Honestly, I think they did a great job making like a half musical comedy with Men in Tights and. Yes. Uh, a Disney animated where Robin Hood is a fox. I, I think, I, I honest to God, I think that's enough. He's a fox. Little, I agree. Little John's a bear. They're going after, um, was it, uh, Prince John, who's a, who's a lion. That snake lion. is funny as hell. Um, oh, what's the snake's name? I can't remember. Sir Hiss. Sir Hiss, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Sheriff of Nottingham is my favorite character in this movie. Oh, he, what is he, like a badger? <laughs> I don't know. He just sings all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's he's great. in like a southern Collecting accent. The taxes. And then they have like the troubadour that's like a like a rooster, and he's singing like. Um... Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I love it. It's it's so good. Um... Now you guys know my aversion to uh, songs in movies. Not this is my not thing. the topic for you. No, it's no, not. it's right. not. It most certainly was not. That being said, some of the songs in Robin Hood. Are definitely bops. Yeah, it's not bad. We'll say, don't hate, don't hate it. I I I think that's kind of a thing about Disney in general. Like they tend to include songs in a lot of their movies, and they tend to work better, in my opinion. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I would agree yeah. with that statement. There's, there's a high volume of songs, so you know by that principle, they're going to come out with hits more often. That's true. My favorite. Disney song is from a movie that did not make my list. Just I can't wait to hear about it later. Yep. We we will hear about it. But yeah, man, Robin Hood slaps. It's 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 a good it's a good movie. <laughs> it slaps. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, great use of the word slaps. Yeah, that's great it. great use of the term. Yeah. No, I, I love that one. For a while as a kid, it was probably in contention for my favorite. But for this for the purpose of this list, it's number three. Yeah. It was a tough cut for me for sure. It's really good. It's one, it's like the one classic era movie that I'm into. Mm-hmm. Very good. What do you got for number three, Joe? Or number two? I uh, guess. It was Ember's New Groove. So. Oh yeah. Okay, we did that. Yeah. So Corey's number two, number two. Corey. Yeah. Rescuers Down Under, baby. Uh, I did not get to see. I watched the first Rescuers for this. I did not watch that one. Honestly, if it's a Rescuers movie, I'll take it. Rescuers, Rescuers Down Under. I'm I'm fine. Yeah, uh, I think the first one's a little bit better. In Fair. All honesty. But the second that, one looks better. That's I don't the, think the, that makes sense. The second one looks better and for me it's the one I watched more as a kid. Okay. So like it like I have a stronger memory and connection with the rescuers down under. That being said, as far as what it is, a bunch of mice who kind of are detectives and saving the day and flying to Australia. With an albatross played by John Candy, I I don't know what more you want out of a movie, guys. Who was John Candy? Yeah, yeah. Wait, or is that only in the second one? Second one. 
Second one, okay, the, alba- the albatross is played by. Never John mind, I, I forgot. I only watched the first one. Never mind. Yeah. Irrelevant comment. It's fair. Um, I dude, it's so good. The actual story they're telling, I think, is fairly interesting. I like the idea, and it's it's barely in the movie, but like the idea of how the mice communicate across the globe, I think, is really fun and interesting. Like it's such a it, it's little they don't details. Have little cans and string, right? No, it's like fantastic. They like distract the guy who's at the computer so that like two mice can jump up and like hit the keys to like send a message to somebody else. It's little details like that in a movie like The Rescuers Down Under that make that like bring that world that they're trying to create alive for me. So for that, it get, it gets a couple extra points. You know, the Great Mouse Detective. St- just like equally as good. I could have put the great mouse detective there if I wanted to, but rescuers down under, I just watched more as a kid. I love that scene with the kid riding on the back of the Eagle, like just, just flying. That's like beautiful. Stunning. The villain, the poacher looks scary as hell too. Yeah. For um, real. Yeah. So no, it, it's a good one. It's, it's, it's a good choice. I do think the first one's a little bit better of a movie, but I, I get what you're coming from. Yeah. I, and at the end of the day, like, let's say we get to madness and I have to, like, we're in a position where we have to pick between Rescuers Down Under or The Great Mouse Attack. Like, I don't care. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and, and debate, like, which one, like, they're one and the same to me. Okay. I'll take both. I'll, as long as one of them make the list, I'll be real happy. I mean, very broad strokes. They sound very similar. Mouse detectives. <laughs> and that's I, it, right? They're mouse Mice yeah. that are detectives. <laughs> Essentially. Uh, Matt, what is your number two it's, movie? It's The Great Mouse Detective. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah, I, mean, so I, th- I we think might... I know what your number one is, but I'm not positive. Okay. Fair enough. I think we uh, might have three different number ones. I think we Probably. might. Yeah, That's it's going to be a fun wheel. But, um, yeah, Great Mouse Detective. It's the Sherlock Holmes story in mouse form, and it's 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 fantastic. I love this movie. It's the movie I watched the most as as a kid, for for a kids movie. I I adore it. That's the other one I have on Blu-ray downstairs. Ironically, my one, two, and three I went on Blu-ray. It's downstairs. Um, <laughs> um, it's Sherlock Holmes without using the name Sherlock Holmes. He's Basil of Baker Street. Um, hit, but and. Dr. Dawson plays like Dr. Watson. Like, it's just so good. Yeah. <laughs> I love I mean, the... He lives in Sherlock's house. He does. Uh, he does live in Sherlock's house. Makes perfect sense. Yep. These are all the things I was putting together in real time watching. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I see what they're doing here. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the villain too, Professor Radigan. And, uh, the songs in this are fantastic. Ha- having, um, it's a kid's movie, having like a toy maker being involved is like pretty cool too. I mean, the, the, the main plot of the uh, uh, or the, the goal of the villain is to create a robot queen of England and um, have her like um, I don't know almost like knight Professor Radigan at the Queen's Jubilee and uh, like um, make him like a, like a, a legitimate um, member of society so to speak and, uh, and Basil Baker Street has to like save the day and they get that epic epic fight on the clock <laughs> it is so cool yeah. and um I don't care about spoiling this movie. It's like over 30 years old. The uh, <laughs> I love when he, Basil falls off the clock and you think he's gone, but he 
grab like the propeller from like the blunt and he's just like pedaling up that's like okay, i'm like that's mm-hmm. a stand up and cheer moment for me oh it's so good yeah it's such not a, such a classic lead detective move yeah. <laughs> yeah there there are a lot a lot of great moments in the great mouse detective a ton of great moments if you haven't seen it you're 30 years behind the ball and you should probably go watch it now that, I was, and I agree. Oh, it's so good. It's There are certain movies that are like... I mean, I should say there are certain movies within this category that are like clearly just like what I would call la-di-da Disney movies. And then there are movies where like the story and the plot and the way that they want to do show us what is happening kind of went bigger and almost more cinematic, and The Great Mouse Detective is one of those. Right? Like, that—that that is trying to be a great movie that happens to be a hand-drawn animated movie from Disney. It's, it's a weird era of Disney because, like, in this, I don't know if this movie is going to make you number one. The Disney movie that came before this was The Black Cauldron. It's considered Disney's biggest flop. I actually kind of like it, but... Um, after Great Mouse Detective did a little bit better, Disney was in a lot of trouble. It was not the money making machine it is today. So they kind of had to like, like uh, change um, uh, ownership, so to speak, of who was running their animation division. Then we got like the modern classics, like uh, the Little Mermaid and Aladdin, like all that. So um, yeah, it's like the last of the old regime before you turn into like the new regime. And two two points with the Great Mouse Detective, the clock gears in, in that fight. I think I read somewhere that's the first use of CGI in a Disney movie. So I'll, even though this is hand drawn, they did use a little CGI. And mm. I don't know if you guys watched the show The Goldbergs. No. Really funny show. And the first first takes season, place in Philadelphia, baby. It does. Um, right outside Philadelphia, technically where I'm like around where I'm from. Mm-hmm. In the uh, first season, the the main character, the little kid's obsessed with like movies, and he wants to see the Poltergeist, and his mom won't let him. She goes, "Why don't you see this movie instead and take your pop? He need, he needs to get out more." And he, she points to a poster, The Great Mouse Detective. So they go to the movies, and the the, the his, his grandfather's not paying attention, so he buys two tickets for the Poltergeist, <laughs> and then they go and sit down, and uh, the kid goes, "Thanks for taking me to the movies, Pop." And, they, and the, the kid's grandfather goes, you got a mouse, you got a detective, what's not to like? Then the movie starts, and it ends. And, and he, they're just both sitting there with their mouths open. And then the grandfather goes like, where the fuck was the mouse? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's hysterical. I love this movie. So good. Good quips. Do not blame you. That's yeah, a fun one. Joe, did you see it for the first time? I did. Hi, uh, because I know that you recommend it highly. Yes, I do. Where did it fall on your list, Joe? Five. Five, okay. Okay. Snuck in there over Robin Hood. Got it. All right. Joe, do you got number two, bud? My number two is the table from earlier. It's Hercules. Let's go. Let's talk. It is a very fun movie. It is not... Uh, mythologically accurate almost in any way well, it's but myth- it's no i know but based on how it's taught <laughs> okay and how Fair it's enough. observed yeah. traditionally right uh everyone's a lot more friendly except for hades who's a lot less friendly james woods yeah 
I mean, stellar, stellar voice acting. Good cast. This is definitely one a movie that's super rewatchable. It's super approachable. Um, like you guys said, the voice acting is great in it. This is a like a cornerstone movie in one of my favorite teaching techniques um, called Hollywood or History, where you take. That sounds like a segment we could turn into this into the show, but listen, it's great. <laughs> so what you essentially do is you take. Like an actual historical document and then uh, a movie that like portrays it and the kids have to sit down with both and like decide if the movie is more Hollywood or if if it's more history. Like judging the – analyzing the historical accuracy of cinema essentially. And Hercules is one that I actually have been developing lessons for specifically because I do do Greek mythology and I think it's fun to be like – is the story that Disney told historically accurate based on, like, ancient Greek mythology? A, a sliver of it is. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> the answer generally is no. But that's, it, it, that's almost irrelevant because it's still a fun watch. It's still introducing kids to something that they will learn in school. So it's like, I don't necessarily think that historical accuracy is what you look for when you go to a Disney animated movie either oh totally fair right like i don't go to the emperor's new groove to see the accuracy of how they portray the aztec or the mayan culture no i go because it's a fun movie where they turn david spade into a llama let's <laughs> go crunk biopic <laughs> yeah honestly hercules the same thing I, I don't i don't go because it's telling us like a super true history of hercules's five tasks does it hint at it throughout the course of the movie Yes. Not necessarily the way that they're Well, yeah, they're not going to go full-on explanation for kids. It totally makes sense. Yeah. And, I mean, Greek mythology is dark and gruesome and oddly sexual. So, like, let's not go there. They really there. lightened it. They really, they lightened, really it lightened the this. tone. They and really I, did. I support the decision if it's a kid's movie. But that's borderline the brilliance of the movie, too, though. Like, we're talking about a movie that... They've taken a, a a dark and sexual story and turned it into something that a kid is like actually approachable for kids. Awesome, like that's cool. And then they're going to be in for. A, a, I was watching the movie and like I've seen it before. I saw this is one of the few Disney movies I saw in theaters. I was watching. I was like, doesn't Devi- I wonder if Danny DeVito ever wants to play someone tall, like just even in an animated <laughs> movie. <laughs> Um, Go the Distance, that's my favorite Disney song. I think that's the best one. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, this movie's chock full. Like, this movie's got more songs per capita, or at least more song length. Like, it opens with a very long song. <laughs> the opening song is so long. It really is. It is absurd how long the opening song for this movie is. No mm-hmm. doubt. Not, not many of my favorite songs. Not gonna lie to you. The tracks... It, it's what was this on your list? Four or five? Four. 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 Right. That's Hercules. That is. Onto the round one. Onto the ones. So we know Joe's one. What is Corey's one? Well, we're about to find out. Yeah. We are. So everyone, we get your guesses indeed. in right now, because Corey, what is your number one movie? My number one movie is Tarzan. Okay. Did not see that one coming. 
Uh, and I've told this, I, I've said this to a couple of people, my wife included, um, and they have all looked at me like I've had eight heads. And I'm like, that's fair. This is, I, I don't necessarily think that this is by any means what people consider the best hand-drawn Disney animated movie. I love this movie for personal family reasons. I love this movie because I think the animation is done really well. I think that the story is pretty good. And more than anything else, it is a movie where the soundtrack is like following the story and is absolutely stellar. It is an incredible soundtrack. Phil Collins crushes the soundtrack. And I hate, hate songs in movies. I thought you were going to say Phil Collins. (laughs) No. hate Phil Collins. (laughs) Love Phil Collins. Phil Collins is great. I do not like songs in movies. I like every song. Every song that this movie plays. You'll be in my heart. Big You'll fan. be. <laughs> don't you do? Don't you do it? Don't you make me cry on this podcast? How I'm dare sorry. you? I play but that no, sixth I... grade band. <laughs> Dude, I really. Yeah. I believe that. What instrument? Trombone. Sorry. Nice. Okay, go ahead, Corey. Nailed it. I and and that's the thing, right? Like, so a movie that can take something I don't like in movies and make it work and make me feel something and make me want to continue to watch it, like that's. It, it breaks through the things I don't like about movies. And, and if that's not, if that doesn't say, hey, this should be your number one, I legitimately don't know what is. No, that's a, that's a good point. I, I support your decision based on your passion. Yeah, it's, it's, and that's the thing. Like, you look at the other movies on my list or either of your lists, like, there are probably movies that are subjectively better movies. Objectively? No, I think it's subjective. I think I think oh. it's a it's a list, so it's subjective. Right? Anything can be subjectively better than another. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. All right, fine. Objectively, if you <laughs> if you if you so choose, I didn't want to use the word objective, but fine. Uh, I think that there are movies on all three of our lists that are probably objectively better than Tarzan, but for whatever reason, it hits a it hits a note. It like strikes a chord for me that like, it's great. And it's telling a Tarzan story. I think the Tarzan story is pretty cool, frankly. He yeah, gets lost in the wood, yeah. gets brought up by gorillas. Gorillas teach the guy how to be awesome. Let's go. Like, come on. Yeah. I rewatched it for this. It's definitely better than I remembered being. I was able to appreciate this one better, for sure. Yeah. I'm just looking at our, our, our list right now, and me and Corey don't have anything in common. Two of you have three things in common, and uh, me and Joe have one thing in common. It's gonna be a weird. It's, it's gonna, it is. It's gonna be a weird. Uh, very curious to see how this all shakes out. It's gonna be I, interesting. The, this is honestly the list that I've probably been, probably been the most excited for the madness round for. Okay. Because there's just so much like. It's wide open. It's wide open that like just discussing what makes a spot on a list is gonna be fun to do. Watch me spin just like all like mid tier garbage that none of us <laughs> care that much about. Uh, <laughs> just like, well. <laughs> why would you jinx us like that? You bastard. It could happen. Anything could happen. Yeah, it is. It's, it's the madness it's round. Madness, but that's not baby. where we are yet. No, we're not, madness. We're not up to that yet. 
right, I'm done talking about Tarzan, though, so who's number one are we talking about next? It is Matt. My number one hand-drawn Disney classic is a little film called Beauty and the Beast. Not what I thought. Okay. What would you think? I assumed it was going to be Lion King. Okay. Fair enough. Then no one had Lion King. It was crazy. Anyway. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast is like one of the best movies I've ever seen. It, 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 it is. I didn't appreciate it enough as a kid watching it as I got older. It's, it's, it's phenomenal. It's stunning. The animation is incredible. You you took you took a Disney princess and you actually made her do something, and <laughs> I think this is like the first movie, the first movie yeah. that actually like has like a heroic Disney princess. So I mean, she she's my favorite tops for me. I think you don't if Beauty and the Beast doesn't do well, you don't get Mulan, you don't get Moana. I mean, it's it, it's definitely a trendsetter for sure. I love the Beast. Um, he has some great lines in this, like. Um, where he, he goes to invite her for dinner and she doesn't want to go. Then he goes, and you can stay up there and starve! <laughs> Just, <laughs> me and my wife say that to each other sometimes. It's, it's pretty funny. Uh, Gaston, I, great villain. Great villain. You just want to hate this guy so much. And if you go back to, like, Belle like, being, like, a hero or heroine, uh, so to speak, she rejects, like, the pretty boy. She's not looking for love at all, but then she gets put in this situation and love kind of finds her. So That's you, when you find love, when you're not looking exactly. for Exactly. So it kind of, like, all ties together. There's a whole curse. You got the um, servants of the house turning into inanimate objects that become animated, I guess. So you got, like, Lumaire and Cogsworth. Cogsworth was my opening line. They're, like, really funny. Great songs on this, okay. too. You got uh, Be Our Guest, uh, Beauty and the Beast, like the, the the title song, sung by Mrs. Potts, who I think was Angela Lansbury, who played Jessica Fletcher in Murder, She Wrote. That was a sick show. Um, <laughs> I just, it's, it's, it's incredible. It's the first Disney movie to be nominated for Best Picture in the Academy Awards, and this is before they expanded the nominees to 10. So, What did it lose to? Because I, I can't imagine it won. 90... I want to... I think I'm going to guess Silence of the Lambs, which is vastly different, but I'm not positive. I'm going to look it up while you guys... Okay. Look it up. Go, and I'll tell you. It's either so Silence, I... Silence of the Lambs or um, early 90s. Could be Dances with Wolves, too. But... Ooh. We shall see. If it is, if it is Dances with Wolves, I feel like this is another piece of evidence that suggests that we shouldn't do Best Picture nominees until five years after the movie. Yeah, because if if that's the case, um, if it is a Dance with Wolves years, which I don't think it is, but it might be, Goodfellas was nominated that year and did not win. That, that's that's that, crazy. That, that, that should have won. But, that's so crazy. Yeah, too. a cartoon movie got nominated for Best Picture. That's pretty nuts, man. I mean, <laughs> I don't appreciate. Uh, the Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's fair. What else that's was fair. nominated? Do you have it? Uh, Bugsy, The Oof. Prince of Tides, yeah. and JFK. Uh, JFK was, like, kind of groundbreaking for the time, too. So, I would put Beauty and the Beast second on that list, though. Oh, of that list? Yeah. I'd say Beauty and the Beast is a second. Yeah. I gotta rewatch this movie. I just, like, I for some reason spaced out about it for this list, so it's not even on, like, my potential list. Okay. So that's an oops. Super traditional Disney princesses don't generally do it for me. However, your argument about her being more of the heroine of the story she as is. compared to just a uh, a character in the thing that's like, she's not a damsel in distress. No. Like, 
you look at Cinderella, you look at um, Snow White falls asleep. Snow White, Sleeping yeah. Beauty falls asleep. Sle- yeah, Cinderella. They all fall asleep, <laughs> bro. I watched, dude. I watched Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs and uh, Sleeping Beauty back to back. They're the same goddamn movie, essentially. I I was like, I looked, I looked at my wife. And I'm like, how the hell am I going to do the rest of this list? How am I going to watch any more of these? Movies? I can't do it. It was it was really hard past past Sunday. Um, until I got to the movies I actually liked, and then I was like, okay, no, I'm good now. Um, <laughs> but to your point, her being the heroine of the story and kind of taking control of the story is an interesting take that I hadn't really considered, but is a absolutely valid point. Yeah. Um, I think that the love interest, the beast, right? Yeah. Uh, is an awesome awesome looking character very true yeah i like these like he looks so cool because you can't really pin down what he is is he a wolf is he an like a he's a high society chewbacca kind of but like he's got like goat horns too like it's it is wild the way that they like they drew up like they were like oh he's gonna be a beast let's make him a beast like he (laughs) let's have fun with this one they did like i truly believe that it's it's it is it is a good movie. I I can't I can't fault you on it. Yeah, I mean the beast has to convince Belle to fall in love with him. Yep, that's like the whole point of it. So to I, reverse the curse. I do also really enjoy the touches of making the staff like their names also kind of indicate what they turned into, mm-hmm. like Lumineers, Lamp, Cogsworth, which is. Not a, I would say a standard name, but it's is a name that I I could expect hearing out of like a British staff like Butler yeah. turns into the clock. Like I liked I like those touches. Like those are the touches of some of these more classic Disney movies that I do really enjoy. Also, the fight scene between like the objects of the house and like the village is like insane. It's it's, oh, it's wild. incredible. Wild. <laughs> It's incredible. I remember being legitimately like freaked out too, because at one point Gaston actually stabs the beast in the hip, and you see blood. It's like, wow, we got blood in a Disney movie. Nuts. Yeah. Did you guys go and watch the live action remake with? I've uh, seen it with Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't seen, I haven't it. seen it. It. It holds pretty true, right? They, they don't really deviate much, do they? No, like all these live action remakes are like almost. Beat for beat. That's what they're trying to do, which is like kind of a waste, but it's all right. It, it does. It fails to capture the imagination of the original, even though it's the same story and all that. It's like you, know, you gotta, you gotta throw something different in there. I feel. I feel like it can work for one. Like I, it can work once or twice. I don't think it can work in a continuous thing. Like they've done it a lot. Like they've. Do, like dove into that well three, four, five times at this point. The plan is for all of these to get live action remakes. I don't, I don't think that's a good play. I, don't I think mean, so. I get. Please, please I don't mean, make I, Robin Hood. Please don't make Robin Hood. It would be all CGI foxes, like Lion King. This technically live action. It's not live action. That's animated. There's you can't yeah. take the line. It's CGI. <laughs> it's CGI with John Oliver well, playing a yeah a parrot. Like what are we talking about here? Are there people in it? Like are there actual people in it, or is it all CGI? The Lion King. I think it's like it's all CGI. Yeah. Pretty okay, all so then, shot. Lion right. King's all CGI scene. with just 
people talking over it. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, all right. It's just a CGI. All right, there's, there's no human characters no. in the Lion King. What yeah. am I thinking of? Never mind. Yeah, I mean, even in, I mean, Beauty and the Beast is more live action because you actually have mostly real people, but obviously Beast is CGI. Who plays mm. Gaston in that? I don't remember. No idea. Uh, look it up. You get the guy who plays Olaf as Gaston's like number two. That's Josh Gad. Thank you. I could not come up with that name, Josh Gad. Josh Gad is Luke Evans. Really? Is it Luke Evans? Wow. Yes. Huh. Good on Luke Evans. I don't know what I know him from. Like I know the name and the face, but I don't know what I know him from. Uh. Hmm. Oh, apparently he was in Fast Six. He was also in the uh, the Hobbit prequels. Yeah, he's, Didn't see he's in Ma. That's that weird horror film. He's in a lot of the. He's in the Fate of the Furious, Clash of the Titans, Clash of the Titans. Yeah, I guess I've just seen him around somewhere. <laughs> he's in the Russell right. Crowe Robin Hood. <laughs> That's fun. I guess uh, it all ties together. That's what we do. He's in so many Fast and Furious movies. I did not realize that. Starting in six, it looks like. Yeah. All right, I think I'm Beauty and the Beast out. Last. He's a, He's allegedly going to be in The Crow with Jason Momoa if that movie ever gets made. It's not. Let, My dreams are crushed. Last thing I'll say on it is if you watch uh, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire and you see Hermione ascend into the ballroom all dressed up for the... Uh, for the dance, then all you have to do is animate the beast, and you got the live action Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> it's an easy transition. That's it. All right, Joe, take us home. My number one hand drawn Disney animated <laughs> classic is Aladdin. Aladdin's an amazing movie. It was my slam dunk. Very good. So I I did a quick pick on this list early on that was just like just top five off the top of my head and Aladdin wasn't on my list and my wife looked at me and she's like she's like two words <laughs> Robin Williams and then turned around and walked away I was like Fuck. like I I had to change my list it changed the game that man does generally change the game for me He's not even my favorite part of the movie. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Robin Williams as the genie in this, but what it's just like the whole movie. Possibly be better than that. It's, it's the whole movie itself, man. It's, man. It's, it's it's bigger than just Robin Williams. Robin Williams is great. I'm not sure. Don't get me wrong, but it's everything. It's got great songs. Great songs for sure. It's yeah. got some yeah. fine songs. It's fine. It's got a great villain. Yeah, Jafar. Yeah. We'll give we'll give it the villain. <laughs> I think, Morgan, I think he's a really, honestly, really strong yeah, villain for a Disney movie. And he's got and he's got Gilbert Gottfried as like a like a crony. So like Yaga. Uh all right. Yeah. Okay. Jafar is not like a top villain for me, but he's not he's, he's not memorable. He's, he's not Thanos. He's very memorable. But like, <laughs> memorable. Yeah. He's reasonably good. He he rounds out the he's a, he does enough to keep this movie at my top spot. Okay. It's a great story. It's just, you know, classic. Boy I, meets girl. Boy needs to be prince. Boy finds magic lamp. <laughs> you know, another another movie I use in class all the time. 
I use this in class oh, yeah? every. Uh, in early on, um, Jasmine takes an apple and tries to give it to a kid, and the uh, merchant is like, "You know what we do for thieves?" Because she, you like. Like she stole the apple. Hammurabi's code here. Eye for an eye. Yep. Yep. An apple for an apple. And uh, uh, Still, you lose your hand. Uh, I teach Hammurabi's code pretty. Like, I drill that that one home pretty hard. I always show that clip in class. Thank you for bringing that up. Another point. Jasmine is a great Disney princess. She's a fine. She's okay. She's great. She's She's a little badass. She's got. She stands up for she's herself. Got spunk. She's, she does. <laughs> she gets. I appreciate her moxie. <laughs> she falls in love with the first prince that shows up that happens to have a magic carpet. She looks ah. like he. He looks like the dude she just down. fell in love with in the marketplace. Yeah. And she's very apprehensive yeah, at first and thinks he's he a jerk. Have to, he, yeah, only because yeah. he's a he's a prince. That's the only reason. Well, sure. That's very. Wait, that's but very that's the reason what? That's the only the reason, reason that she's what? apprehensive at first. I mean, she's not, like, open to the fact that, uh, here's a guy trying to, like, uh, you know, take me out or whatever. Well, yeah. It's like, oh, you're a prince. Well, she, I mean, Get she, the hell she out just of experienced here. loss. She just thinks that the dude she met and likes is dead. Okay. Fair. Maybe. She's going through a lot right now. <laughs> Another live action that really doesn't hold up. Didn't see it. I, I didn't see the. I, I just not don't great. want to. Will Smith is Will Smith does an okay job as the genie, but beyond that, nothing about that movie is. I, at the end of the day, I think that's the thing. As, at least with Aladdin specifically, I'd rather watch the animated original than the live action remake. I think for all of them, I'd rather watch the animated original. I don't think there's yeah, been a the really good part, live action remake yet. I, I haven't seen The Lion King, so I can't speak on that one in particular. That was but really like, hyped, and that did not do well. Yeah, but and but Beauty and the Beast is a classic for a reason. It is what it is. But I might turn. I might turn on the live action. Like I don't know, but like Aladdin's That's the closest one for me to be like excited to watch. Yeah, would be Beauty and the Beast. Like, Same, I don't like want to see the other ones at all. I want to yeah. see the Beauty and the Beast I one a little bit. I saw the Dumbo live action only because Michael Keaton was in it and Tim Burton directed mm-hmm. it. It was really bad. It's, it's, it's a bad movie. Forgot that existed. Not going to lie to you. I also forgot that It didn't that do existed, well. So it really fun. didn't. It kind of came Shocking. and went. They buried that yeah. one. Yeah, really. I wonder if it's got to be on the Disney Plus. I would think. I don't know. I've never looked yeah. for it. But, uh, Fair yeah, enough. Aladdin. <laughs> no one else has. I think an argument can be made. It's not going to be for me, but you can say the genie in Aladdin is the greatest animated Disney character ever. I've, I bet you he's near the top of most people's list. Robin Williams is a, does a spectacular job with that. You already touched on the songs. The songs are incredible. Never had a friend like me. Prince Ali. Yep. A whole new world. Got played to death forever, but it's it's, yeah. it's a good song. Um, I don't know what uh the... One, one, ah, oh, damn it, the Marketplace yeah. song. I don't know what that one's called, but I love that song. Oh, yeah, when you, when you like, your introduction. <laughs> one Jump Ahead of the Bread yeah. Line, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Oh, that's a good song. You know it what is. else Aladdin had? An amazing Super Nintendo game. Oh, my God, I was just about to get oh, to yeah. that. It's incredible. So good. It is a top 10 Super Nintendo game of all time. Easily, the, easily in the top 10. And the Sega game's a little bit better because Aladdin has a sword. It's not true to the movie, Ooh. but he gets a sword in the Sega. Never game. had a Sega, so unfortunately, I didn't get to. Exp- I'm assuming Genesis. Yeah, 
The only uh, the game the gear. only bad part of the Aladdin Super Nintendo game, the boss fight is so freaking easy. It's so hard to get to that point, but then you just hop on a snake's head about five times and. Oh, that's Jimmy. right, the snake's head. You have head. to battle to get game. there. Uh, so here's here's the thing, guys. Ranker has best Disney princesses, greatest animated Disney villains, okay. and best animated Disney dogs. It it. I'm I'm having a hard time finding a characters list. A characters list. Check check best Disney animated genies. <laughs> I got it's only two. I best think. Disney animated movie sidekicks. I mean, he's not really a sidekick. He's not the main character, well, but he's more than a sidekick. Yeah, but he stole the show, right? Like it's it's weird. It's, maybe I mean, about wow, Aladdin, okay. But it, so in, on this list, this is a blog, but it rates the top fifteen characters in Disney history. Number one is okay. obviously Mickey Mouse, right? I mean, he's like you know the, the face face sure. of the franchise. But number two, Genie from Aladdin. <laughs> That's pretty insane. I don't know. He's a very iconic character. Like people people know who Genie yes, is. I mean, hell of a job. I had a toy as a kid. It was a toy lamp. And he shook it, and like um, the the top was like a like a, a bubble with the genie would chick change pictures or whatever, and it was cool. I had oh, okay. that. It was pretty sick. Yeah. I like that movie. Yeah, it's it's a good movie. I, I That's great. You know, it bubbled for me, but uh, it I don't know. You can make an argument. It 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 deserves the top spot for sure. I mean, I I will make that. Argument. <laughs> you're you're gonna have to pretty soon. It it made it made my list because I felt like. Something that was a little bit more on like the classic side of things should make it, and that's as that's that's where that's where my heart lands. It's like mid nineties, though, Corey. You're not wrong, but like, I did a movie that included like a classic Disney princess. I guess should be a better way to say it, right? None of my other movies have a Disney princess in them. Not one. No. What What's the name of the uh, the love interest fair. in Hercules? Meg? Uh, Meg, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Okay. But she's not considered I mean, I don't think she's considered No, she's not considered a princess, so. but I don't know. I mean. Yeah. Did any of you guys go back and watch the old, old school, like 1940s Disney animated movies? Watch Peter, like Snow White Peter Pan. Or... Came I out saw a little bit of Pan. Snow White, and I, I couldn't take more no, than a half like hour of that. I was like, I don't, I don't an hour, An hour in, and I had to stop and be like, I'm going to bed. It takes 35 minutes until the dwarves meet Snow yeah. White. It's 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 too much. And the thing back, is, like, it's, back it's, then it was fine. I'm sure it's 35 it minutes, and 20 of it is just like weird harmonic singing, like oh. And I'm like, what are we doing? Can we get? Can we go? Can we move, please? Although the dwarves are pretty goddamn cool. I watched Sleeping. I watched Sleeping Beauty, and I I actively disliked it. That's a chore, Sleeping Beauty, especially for us, but. Yeah, I did. Oof, spoilers for later. Um. <laughs> All right, are we good? I think we are. So, I mean, I'm good. We should probably get to the bubbles the at some point. Bubbles, bubbles. Do, bubbles. Bubbles. Do we want to do bubbles and then our significant others list? I'm fine with and that. And then go on the wheels? Yeah. Okay. yeah, that's fine. Okay. Bubbles for me uh, Mulan and Aristocats. Okay. Uh, Mulan, because, again,. Uh, like you just brought up with Bell, um, Mulan even more so. Heroine, leader of her own story, badass bitch, like yeah. awesome, awesome story. Um, the dragon who's played by Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Thank you. 
phenomenal. The characters are great. Again, talking about a live-action remake, I have not seen yet. Didn't watch Mulan. All right, they made they made one of Mulan. When it's not thirty dollars, uh, I'll watch it. Yeah, uh, same. Pam watched it. She said it was good. So I trust. Was it thirty dollars good? I don't think so. I doubt. Maybe it. it's not thirty dollars anymore. I don't think that's it true. Was. I hope she didn't spend thirty of my dollars because I'm, <laughs> I'm the one that has. It's well, you, my card on Disney. I, I on your statement. I don't. I don't. I don't check that. I don't want to. I don't want to know. <laughs> I want to know. Uh, I was identity thefted six months ago. I have no idea. Yeah, and then Aristocats. Uh, it's just an interesting concept. I, I, anytime that there's like a household pet that's like taking the reins of a story, it's cool. It could have been Hundred One Dalmatians, but Aristocats. Why not? Okay. Bubbles for me, Aladdin, which we touched on, and The Jungle Book. I enjoyed The Jungle Book as a kid. Nice. Great choice. Shere Khan is a top five Disney villain because he wants to eat that kid. That's like, that's like insane. That's, it's a Disney movie, and that's whole point of his his goal is to, yeah, is to eat this human child. It's nuts. It's true. It's true. Joe, you, Did anybody see the live action remake that. of that? Uh, that no. was like one of the first live action remakes. That's actually it was. I think it was like one of the first. If it wasn't the first, it was one. That's of. pretty good. That was pretty good. Was that John Favreau? Yes, John Favreau directed yes. and um, okay. Charlize Theron voiced the snake. Oh, that's yeah, cool. That was cool. I liked it. Joseph? Uh, my bubbles were Robin Hood, which we briefly touched on, and The Lion King, just because I felt like it deserved to be somewhere. Yeah. On my list. I didn't rewatch it for this. I haven't seen it in a while, but I was like, I'm pretty sure it's good. A lot good. of people our age love The Lion King. Yeah. Probably one of the most popular movies... Disney animated movies of like our generation. Is Circle of Life like the most popular Disney? I don't song? think so. It's it's top five. It's like top three. I would maybe. say A Whole New World is like higher than that. It's up there. And then and for Little Mermaid, they had two songs nominated for best like original song at the Oscars. The I can't names. name a song from Little Mermaid uh, right now. Kiss the Girl. Under the I Sea. Under the Sea was nominating. And oh yeah, Under Kiss the, the sea. Girl. You know what? One. You know what? Je- you go, you go, and like think about what you've done. Not remembering under the sea. Under the sea is a great song. Um, Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, is Hakuna Matata ooh, or Circle shit. of Life the more famous song? No, it's probably Circle of Life. It's definitely. I think Circle it's Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata is probably the more famous song because an actual famous musician wrote and sang and performed it. Who? Circle of Life. You just said right? Hakuna Matata. I'm sorry, my apologies. Circle of Life, probably more famous, because it's an Elton John performed song. Hakuna Matata. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. Is it? No, Elton John did. Um, can you feel the love tonight? He did a Circle of Life also. No, Phil Collins did. Can you feel the love? No, tonight? Phil Collins did. Uh, you'll be That's in my in the heart air tonight. <laughs> oh God damn it! I'm mixing shit up. Yes. You're right. You're right. I think no, I don't think it. so, man. It doesn't sound like Sung by Carmen yeah. Billy and something. Oh shit. Oh no, there is an Elton John. Okay. I mean Elton John did like a Flying King like like C D. But the version of the movie we get is not uh, Elton John. Okay. It's not no, Elton John. Okay. Alright, I stand correct. Can you feel the love tonight? Oh, we've thoroughly... Where they, yeah. they they preempt lion sex is uh Yeah they do. <laughs> that was on the radio nonstop. Cool. <laughs> now that we've confused everyone, uh, my apologies. Uh, 
Let's do the ladies' lists. That being said, Hakuna Matata is a uh, is another great song out of that movie. Yes, it is. Matata. Um, the ladies' lists. That's what we said we're doing right now. Yeah. And then we'll do the wheel. All right. Wheel. Whose lady are we doing first? Ha. Um, let me. <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> Phrasing. Definitely. Definitely. Right, I'll go uh, by wife Tracy's list. Number okay. five, she had Lady and the Tramp. She loves dogs. Number four, Bambi. Okay. Bambi's weird. You ever see Bambi? What? Yes. I have. A long time ago. Bambi's like, doesn't make a lot of talk sense. About tra- talk about tragic right out the gate. It's yeah. dark. Yeah. Surprisingly uh, dark. Number three, Great Mass Detective. Number two, Emperor's New Groove. And number one, Beauty and the Beast. I'm not surprised. You know what? Good for her for keeping the Emperor's New Groove up there, yeah. though. We had a conversation. That's fine. <laughs> uh, my wife Pam's list goes as follows number five Robin Hood number nice. four Aladdin number three The Little Mermaid which we did not know okay. about at all uh, number two Emperor's New Groove number one Hercules Okay. she went so I far as to it. give us a bu- her bubble movies which nice. were Tarzan Lion King and Oliver and Company Billy Joel yep Oh, yeah, she's a big Billy Joel head. Um, and her list is based solely on watchability. If I based it on music alone, I would have reordered okay. it. Fair. Yeah, she she went Fair by enough. what movie she'll rewatch, not the songs in the movies. I guess that, I mean, that's generally my approach to the list. All, likewise. Yeah. But we know how I feel about music in movies. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And we'll continue to learn it. Yes, we will. And my girlfriend Veronica's list. Uh, number five is the Aristocats. Yes. Four is Oliver and Company. Number three is Robin Hood. Number two is Hercules. And number one is Sleeping Beauty. Ooh, we crapped on Sleeping Beauty that pretty is... hard. <laughs> That's why I refrained. <laughs> what was two? Uh, Hercules. I'll and take she, that. I'll take that yeah. being that high. And she also gave bubbles, and uh, well, well, she gave me a bubble and an honorable mention, and I explained to her those are the same things. She didn't care, but uh, <laughs> the, the the honorable mention is the Lion King. Okay, okay. And the bubble is Tarzan for the soundtrack. Love it, dude. I'm telling you, man. Tarzan Tarzan makes lists because of that music, man. I mean, Phil Collins went hard. Yes, he he earned that paycheck. There's a he did a lot. There was a a TikTok video I watched a couple weeks ago and it was like Disney producers hey Phil just make some songs don't worry about going too hard on it though and then it like cut to like Phil Collins in the studio doing the songs for Tarzan and he was just going all out I was like that's really what it feels like though like it'd be like that sometimes it's like a Jefferson the whitest kid you know this the skit they did with John Williams no but I want to Okay, yeah. you, should, you should Google. It's just, it's just John Williams like composing, and he's just doing it throughout his entire life all the time. <laughs> nice. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I recommend you watch it. It's funny. All right. Whew. All right. Now let's get to this beast. This, yeah. This, this beast uh, of a task. This, this elephant in the room. Here we go. The madness round. So we've got all our choices on a wheel on Matt's phone. He's going to spin it. Whatever comes up is going to be one of the potential five movies that goes on our list that we have to rank. We each have one veto, so if a movie gets spun that we don't want on there, we can veto it. And we've each protected one of our movies, so if you try to veto a protected movie, the veto fails and the movie stays. Otherwise, the movie goes off the list and we spin again. 
let's get to it because we're running along. Joe, your oldest movie on your list is 1985. Correct. Corey's, yours is 1990. That's That tracks for me. Okay, here we go. Mine is 1944. Mine's 1957, <laughs> I think. Okay, here we go. First spin. Yep. Oh, sounds on. It is Love it for the for the fans. <laughs> Joe's number two, which is Hercules. 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 Let's do it. Okay. Next spin. Matt number five, Peter Pan. I'm checking it off. Is it a check or an X, um, boys? Yeah, no, no, let it go. Let it go. Yeah. The, yeah. All right. Something good and classic should be on this list. I, I, I like that. Okay. Next spin. Matt number one, Beauty and the Beast. Now I wish I would have... Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Same. Yeah. <laughs> Hindsight. Oh, my God. There's two on here I'd use a veto for. But, all right. Next spin. Joe number three, Emperor's, Emperor's New, New Groove. Groove. Let's go. God damn it. No. All right. <laughs> Fine. Fine. No, what? No. Veto. Did you protect it? I'm using my veto regardless. It was me, right? Yes. I did not. Okay. <laughs> I haven't used a veto in a while. It feels good. <laughs> uh, that was the third ranked one I was going <laughs> to veto. There was two more higher, but I don't know if they're okay. going to come up. Next spin. Matt number four, which is Fox and the Hound. Vito. Okay. Fair. Saw that coming, mile away. All <laughs> right. Very Matt heavy list. <laughs> uh, honestly, at this point, it's just about getting something that's not on Matt's list on. Okay. Next spin. Corey number two, which is the rescuers down under. I'll veto that. Corey, was it protected? It's not protected. Not okay. Protected. Okay. All right, we've all used our vetoes. Vetoes are off right. the board. Praying Lilo and Stitch does not come up. <laughs> it, have we have, have we used all three vetoes before? No, but this was the list to do that. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's so much variance. So much. All right, so we have two movies left. Fuck. Okay. Let's see what we got. No matter what they are, we're taking this, them. This, this is it. bonkers. No choice here. This is this is this is wild. Show number five: The Great Mouse Detective. All right. You know what? List, I, this is the greatest list ever. All right. I'm, 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 <laughs> this is the greatest list ever for you. I'm super okay with that because I consider the Rescuers and Great Mouse Detective like one, like mm-hmm. right next to each other. Like I'm good. I'm good with yeah, that. Yeah, that's that's true. Right? We did touch on that. Yeah. I'm. I'm as as long as one of them makes it, I'm actually pretty happy. This is nuts. Okay. Last spin potentially is God Almighty. Give me something here, guys. Matt number two, which is a Great Mouse Detective. Well, you'll spin okay, again. Okay. Spin again. Who? Can you feel the drum? Uh, Tarzan. Corey number one. Oh, all right. Yeah. There you go, Corey. You did it. I'll take it. I will take it. Oh. It's the first time my name came up, too. I've got... It be like that sometimes. It be like that sometimes. I got two movies. Matt got, like, six. I got... And Corey. <laughs> I had two, and then one of mine was the commonality with yours. I know. I'm just messing with you. It's fine. Corey I got had one, one a commonality, and then like a a tangential commonality. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, all right, my five. Let's order right. this motherfucker. Well, um, what are the five we have? Yeah, Tarzan, Peter Pan, Hercules, Great Mouse Detective, and Beauty and the Beast. Tarzan. I'm gonna say Peter Pan is the basement. I would. That's you know that's a five. It's the only one on. Yeah. The that's the that's list. the easy choice. That is the easy choice here. Now, gets a little dicey. So, Tarzan, Beauty and the Beast, Great Mouse Detective, Peter Pan. What was the other one? Hercules. Hercules. Shit. Dude, Hercules not... has a two four. Great Mouse Detective is a two five. Um. Tarzan is a one. Beauty and the Beast is a one. This is a one. Yeah. All right. Oh, so, two five versus a two four. That that should be our three and four, right? Great Mass Detective at four and, uh, and Hercules at three. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm with and then, that. And you guys can battle it out because my one is never here in this situation, which is makes it really easy for me to not argue. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't think I I stand by I firmly stand by my position as Tarzan being the number one on my list. However however, I don't think a soundtrack recorded by Phil Collins should make a movie a number one movie for the collective list. I I will agree with you on that. Realistically, if we're going to do this list justice, if we're going to do this list the way it's supposed to be done, a traditional Disney princess should be one, and that's Beauty and the Beast, making Tarzan number two. I will happily concede that based solely on the construct of what we're looking at on this list. I'm not arguing against it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, really. Sound reasoning. It makes, it, yeah. it makes sense. Dude, I, I, I got my I got my number one on the list, and it didn't drop down to four. I'm pretty fucking happy. Like, it's not. Actually, you know what? <laughs> I feel Tarzan. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, like Tarzan being high. And, and again, Phil God, Collins. I wish I vetoed Peter Pan. You probably should. It wouldn't matter. I, I but... paused such a long time. I yeah, was, no, I know. I was waiting for it. <laughs> I was almost about to do it myself. Then I'm like, no, there's other things on here I don't want on the list. But, yeah. um, I mean, again, having having something like Peter Pan on this list almost helps because it it, it eliminates a lot because that's already like yeah. Would have been weird like, having two Mass Detective movies on this list. I I would have I would have honestly if two Mass Detective movies had come on, I probably would have argued that we should make them a collective one. It's a slash. Uh, I don't. Yeah, they're not the, that close no. in movies. Once they're not. But you're calling like, it I, a mouse detective movie, which I get, but it's a Sherlock yeah. Holmes story. I mean, versus a something totally different there. So. I guess, but versus like a rescuers down under is like mouse taken. Yeah, so to speak. <laughs> kind of is, isn't it? <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't have to go hard for that one because I was I was I, I was going to. <laughs> I was ready. Yeah. <laughs> I was locked and loaded. Dude, I I love Tarzan. It's it's not it's it's not better than Beauty and the Beast by like traditional standards by what most people are gonna think when they hear this episode. Like it's 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 my number one, but it's that's for me. It's such a this is a 
wax list, man. It is. It's, it's wild. Crazy. Dude, madness, man. The madness round is really showing its really flexing its muscles on us the last couple of weeks. I'll uh I'll read Damn off you the top him. five. Damn you. Hand-drawn Disney movies coming at number five, Peter Pan. Number four, The Great Mouse Detective. Number three, Hercules. Number two, Tarzan. And the number one hand-drawn Disney movie is Beauty and the Beast. Wow. If there's anybody who's like a big Disney person listening to this right now, they are losing their fucking minds. They hate this. They hate everything. It's the wheel's fault. Hey, listen. I, I challenge a listener out there to find a list online of these being the top five. <laughs> Disney, you can't. You can't. Uh, there's no way. What a what a weird collection of, of films. It's eclectic. What were your protects? Emperor's I was new Aladdin. Groove. Okay, so I got I, I spun the right Emperor's New Groove. Yep. Then. Yep. Okay. Yep. If it, I, I I was gritting my teeth, man. I was gritting my teeth when it wasn't mine. Um. You protected Aladdin, Joe? Mm-hmm. Okay, I protected Great Mouse. I had a feeling. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. What if I vetoed my own? No. I thought about vetoing Peter Pan. Peter Pan. I really did. When you no, guys I did. Know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, honestly, it would just we would just would have had Rescuers Down Under and Great Mouse Detective on the like. That's what would have been on the list instead. Or Fox and the Hound. Or Fox and the... Well, Corey vetoed that. He wasn't yeah, going to veto Rescuers Down Under. True. Yeah, true. I was... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. it's... it's It didn't help me any. Right. It didn't hurt me any. I got a net net zero on this. Truth. Remember Net Zero? Internet company? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that happened in my brain, but... That was weird. Right on. It's 10.30. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that is our uh, top five hand-drawn Disney animated movies list. Thanks for joining us. Uh, if you want to complain slash send us your list, <laughs> you could do that two ways. It's via email, 5moviemadness at gmail.com or on Twitter at 5moviemadness. Those both use the number 5. And if you want to hit us up personally, I'm at JuiceClerk on Twitter. Nice. I'm at MR underscore Janny, J-A-N-N-Y, Matt Jansen. Look for me. Tell me my list is wrong. Tell us this whole list is wrong. It's, but again, you're not wrong if you say that. It's <laughs> it's it's the opinion of three thirty somethings for Disney movies. So thirty something year old males. So you get what you yeah. get. And you know what? You don't get upset. I uh, I am at I am City Folk Soul on Twitter. Or if you are a big fan of craft beer, you can follow me on Instagram at for craft's sake. Very cool. And, yeah, we're going to be back next time with another episode. It's going to be about some kind of movie. That's it. Some kind of movie list. Joe, stop giving it away. God. I can't. I can't. It's, a, it's a curse. Bye, everybody. <laughs>